0: Welcome to Feed Your Health, a weekly podcast with your host, Morgan Shepard, where we'll be taking a deep dive into the big dial movers of health, focusing on movement, nutrition, and stress management. You'll get tangible takeaways, tactical knowledge, and exclusive stories to inspire and empower you on your transformational health journey. Let's get thriving. Welcome to the podcast. Today I'm gonna be talking about total mental load and the big dial movers of health. If you're overwhelmed by all the dieting rules and health things that you think you should think about and you keep stress eating, late night snacking or boredom eating and you're not getting the weight loss results you want, you're probably over your total mental load threshold. In this video, if you're watching on YouTube or podcast, if you're listening to the audio, I'm going to share exactly what total mental load is and how you can reduce it to focus on the things that really matter in your weight loss journey so that you can finally get those results faster, easier, and stress-free. Let's dive in. So we're just starting off the new year and you're probably already falling off the wagon with some of those behavior goals that you had set. That's 100% okay. The human brain can process 11 million bits of information per second, but the conscious mind can only handle 40 to 50 bits per second. So while those daily challenges that you signed up for might've been fun at first, now they're just a huge mental drain. So I urge you to embrace fuck it up January as I like to call it, because it's not about checking off a list of those perfect days, but rather finding behaviors that can work for you that you can stay consistent with long-term. We are constantly taking in information from the world around us, deciding what is relevant and what is not, what matters and what doesn't. Instinctively, we do this because we're judging whether or not things threaten our safety. Total mental load is the amount of things that you can think about before you reach decision fatigue. When we take on the goal of body transformation, whether that's fat loss, weight loss, muscle gain, we take on this whole slew of things that we have to think about. And suddenly we have a whole bunch of new things putting a drain on our energy. We have to be more thoughtful about what to eat, when to eat, how to eat, what not to eat, working out, what kind of working out, how much to work out, what intensity to work out at, cardio, strength, incorporating rest and recovery, paying attention to mobility if we're really trying to be smart about it, improving your sleep quality and quantity, drinking water, electrolytes, and limiting caffeine, alcohol, and other stimulants. You get my point, there is a lot to think about. And that's just for your one goal of body transformation. That's not including all of the other things that you have to think about in your life. Work, family, the stress of a commute, if you have that, taking care of your responsibilities like a car, home, children, pets, any hobbies. Even if those things are enjoyable, they're still putting a strain on this finite resource. And let's face it, social media and TV, the average person watches 4.7 hours of TV a day. I'm not gonna lie, I know I do. I probably watch something with breakfast, something with lunch. And then when my partner and I sit down at dinner at six or seven, we probably watch TV until 9 p.m. when we go to bed. Do I condone this? Fuck no, don't do what I do. But, even though I was raised to think that TV is rotting my brain, I still do this. Here I am, showing up for something else that's putting a drain on my energy. Just checking my phone tells me that I spend about three hours a day on it. That's crazy, what am I even doing? I didn't post for nearly half of December, and yet, what am I doing? All is to say that we have a lot going on in our lives that is taking up our thought-processing power. Now take that and add in any emotional stress from social interactions, job challenges, relationship or friendship struggles, add in any energy drains like not sleeping well, probably because of inconsistent light exposure or overstimulation, any physical stress from moving or not moving or lack of getting outside, lack of getting sunshine, all of those things put a drain on your energy. It's no wonder that with all the things that are taking up our brain power, by the time we get to the end of the day, we just want to eat something that is easy and comforting and the thought of making another decision seems impossible. Because it is. Our brain power is exhausted. We literally do not have the mental energy left to stick to our new desired behaviors. And this is why so many people turn to late night snacking, binge eating, overeating, and turning to food for comfort at the end of a long day. I mean, I know, I get it. I've been there. Especially when it comes to food, it's not just about the eating. It's about the meal prepping and the grocery shopping and the cooking and the putting it all together and figuring it out. All the decisions that go into deciding what to actually eat. And then all of the dieting rules that have been ingrained in our minds. Those are all putting a strain on us. We get wrapped up in this idea that thinking about these things is going to equate to better outcomes. And it does, up to a point. But I see too often with clients that they just get exhausted and dragged down by all the information. Think about all of the things that are putting a strain on your mental energy. Just today, when you take on a body change goal, what are you adding to your plate? It's a lot, right? It's overwhelming. And when you go over your total mental load threshold, that's when you start to see these binge behaviors, the late night snacking, the overeating, the emotional eating, the autopilot eating. And learning to stay out of that threshold, that's a practice. That takes time and effort and energy. And we know that when we get to that point, that threshold, that we're already mentally exhausted. We're already probably feeling deprived or restricted. So what do we do about it? There is a solution. Recognize that not every decision carries the same weight in terms of outcomes. Some things matter more than others. If you do them consistently, they are the big dial movers. There are a whole bunch of other things, even if they're done consistently, they're just kind of fluff. They're the small dial movers. They might matter a little, but they don't do any of the heavy lifting. If we get bogged down by too many dieting rules, too many shoulds, then we fail to see the big picture. Discernment comes from deciding what is worth our mental energy and what is not. What matters? What doesn't? What behaviors actually impact our outcomes and what don't? Ask yourself, what are you giving brain space to that doesn't matter? And get really clear on that. The goal is to free up some mental space to eliminate what doesn't matter and then get really intentional with what you're choosing to spend your mental energy on. And this will feel really weird at first because it's not about sacrificing or focusing on restrictive rules. There is this misconception that dieting is full of sacrifice and that it has to be hard, but it doesn't have to be like this. One of the things I work on with clients is helping them to understand that and to delineate what matters and what doesn't, and then to give them permission to not stress about those small dial movers. My clients lean into moderation instead of sacrifice. They learn to automate certain practices so they feel effortless and easy instead of hard. I focus on helping people get their life back so that they can spend more time doing the things that they actually want to be doing instead of focusing on food or exercise. So what are some examples of big versus little dial movers in relation to total mental load? So let's look at the protein rule, for example. It's recommended for you to eat about one gram of protein for every pound of body fat, body weight that you have. So if you're about 145 pounds, that's roughly 145 grams of protein per day. Obviously there are other factors that play a role, your goals, your workout schedule, that kind of thing, but this is just an example. When I was tracking macros, I was trying to get about 130 plus grams of protein per day. And that was super stressful because if I didn't get in enough protein in the morning, then I would spend the rest of the day trying to load up so I could hit that number rather than paying attention to my body and my hunger signals. I had to weigh and measure every meal, every snack, every smoothie, just so that I could be sure that I was hitting those numbers. For someone like me who cooks with a multitude of ingredients, tracking was really difficult because I would have to log in every single thing that I was including in my meal. And that's a lot of mental load. So the mental load to meticulously get that amount of protein using tracking was huge. And I did it. But it's not something that I could do regularly or could do for the rest of my life. Versus what I do now, I prioritize protein with every meal, but I don't obsess about it. I know I feel better and more energized when I'm getting enough in, but I've given myself permission to relax into that and not stress about being on point every single day. Macros absolutely help me be able to visualize what 25 to 30 grams of protein looks like so that I'm able to judge roughly how much I'm getting in a day without actually tracking it. The outcome, satisfied hunger, high energy, and body composition changes, are pretty much the same for both methods. But tracking causes so much more stress and mental planning versus naturally prioritizing protein comes pretty easily. So then doesn't it make sense to focus on the method that reduces mental load? You might be saying, how do I know what matters? What are the big dial movers? The thing is, that's going to be relatively individualized depending on your metabolism, your goals, and your life circumstances. But there are a few things right off the bat that I can tell you are small dial movers and really don't matter that much for the average person. Sodium, don't stress about this too much. If you are working out, you're probably actually gonna wanna have more sodium than less sodium. Food timing, like if you're eating dinner late at night versus earlier in the evening, that really doesn't matter that much. Supplements. I know I take a bunch of supplements, but they're really not necessary unless of course you have a vegan diet and then I would probably recommend some B12 and vitamin D and some omegas. But if you're eating a well-rounded diet and getting in a whole bunch of vegetables and fruits, then they're probably not necessary. Things like fake sugar versus real sugar, white bread versus whole wheat bread, brown rice versus white rice, those things aren't that big a deal things like organic versus not organic, farm-raised versus wild-caught fish, things like grass-fed beef versus regular. Again, not a big dial mover. Another thing that can be pretty negligible is whether or not you're cooking food from scratch yourself or if you're ordering convenience foods or takeout. You can find some really good healthy alternatives that help you speed up the time that it takes to produce food. So. It's not necessary for you to be cooking everything yourself, even though, you know, that could be a good thing, it could be fun, but it's not a big dial mover if you're strategic in what you're ordering. Allowing yourself to let go of these little things and be a little less perfect is gonna allow you to be more consistent with the things that really do matter. Some key things that I like to think about. You want to keep your hunger low and your cravings low. One of the things I teach clients to understand is their satisfaction factor, which essentially is talking about Whether or not they're feeling stuffed or whether or not they're feeling deprived, you kind of wanna be in the middle there. You also wanna keep your energy balanced and stay mindful throughout your day so you don't exceed that total mental load threshold. Get to know yourself so you can begin to understand what big dial movers you're able to stay consistent with long term. Some big dial movers for me are that I like to make sure that I get protein with every meal. I also make sure that I'm eating a rainbow of fruits and veggies two out of three meals. And I like to have dessert with dinner every night, something small. It could be two Oreos or one of those little tiny So Delicious bars, something so that I'm not going to feel deprived. And then the last one is getting in some kind of daily movement. And I know sometimes that can be a stretch, but when I do it, I usually feel 10 times better. If I focus on these three to four things and stay consistent with them, then I'm on track pretty much most of the time and this frees up so much mental energy and gives me permission not to stress about the little dial movers that don't really matter. Some other big dial movers that I have had in the past are always having breakfast, making sure that I'm in bed by nine o'clock so that I can get an adequate amount of sleep, drinking three large jars of water a day. But these things happen naturally for me now, so I don't really stress about it too much. So some key things to think about are practicing eliminating energy drains, stop focusing on the little dial movers, and focus on the big dial movers that are gonna impact your outcomes the most. Those are gonna be up to you to figure out, and I know that having a coach to help you with that can be super beneficial. So if that interests you, reach out, let's chat. One of the things you could do today to help you with that is to sit down and list all of the different rules or behaviors that you believe that you should be doing, that you're trying to stick to, that might impact your health. Cross out all the small dial movers that are not going to make a difference on your outcomes and then circle the big dial movers that are going to have more of a bigger impact on that outcome. Pick three or four of the most impactful things and focus on that. that's it. Make sure that there are things that are going to help you keep your hunger and cravings low, your energy balanced, and that are going to help you stay mindful. Practice those consistently and you'll start to see results. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope some of this provided value. If you loved it, leave a comment, share it with a friend, and I'll catch you in the next one. Ciao!